Former Fox News host Tucker Carlson announced yesterday that he will interview Russian President Vladimir Putin. As for why he chose Putin, it's pretty simple. Hitler's dead! Ah, uh, yes. That, that entire audience was killed by a gang of Venezuelans on stolen scooters as they left the studio in New York. It was quite tragic, really. But it uh, didn't make the news, sadly. That is, uh, it's the old Hitler thing. So wait a minute. Christian Amanpour has been sucking up to the Russians for who knows how long now. She admitted it herself at CNN. She said this day before yesterday. She's been trying desperately to get an interview with Putin. And she hasn't been able to get one. And if you uh, interview Putin while there's war in Europe, uh, you remember the interviews with Saddam Hussein. And, of course, the media has interviewed the left-wing, radical extremist, fake media. They've interviewed Putin many times. It's not like the left-wingers have never interviewed. But uh, Tucker Carlson interviewed Vladimir Putin, and then it's Hitler land. Then it's Hitler. By the way, Time magazine made Hitler man of the year. And uh, that's fine. That's, uh, that's fine. That's good stuff. So uh, good Thursday to you, and welcome back once again. And we are now in hour two of our humble radio broadcast, The Chris Plant Show. Thank you for being with us. We remain at 888-630-9625. So many amazing stories today. Senator Chris Murphy, the, uh, the Democrat left-wing extremist radical Senator Chris Murphy saying that the Democrats, the people that the Democrats care about most are illegal aliens. They care most about illegal aliens because they're not on our side, those Democrats. You are right that that has been the Democratic strategy for 30 years, maybe. uh, And it has failed to deliver for the people we care about most, the undocumented Americans that are in this country. That's right. They're trying to because they've been trying to get amnesty and uh, voter registration cards for illegal aliens. Uh, even if they're jihadis or if they're Chinese communists that have come in by the tens of thousands, literally, under Joe Biden. Uh, just amazing stuff. But there it is. Chris Murphy saying that on MSDNC, as you might expect, out loud because Democrats are not on our side. Boy, are they not on our side. They are not with us. Boy, are they not with us. The people we care about most, the undocumented Americans that are in this country. Undocumented Americans that are in this country, the people they care about most. Isn't that great? Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, On Capitol Hill today, just across from the United States Capitol, the Supreme Court, there are mobs of mostly left-wing, mentally ill people which might be redundant, repetitive, and unnecessarily duplicative. But mobs are outside the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court is addressing the matter of Democrats, like the third world oogaboogas that they are, trying to keep President Trump off the presidential ballot on Election Day. That's happening right now uh, in Russia, where Putin is keeping his opposition off of the ballot. And it's happening in Venezuela, where Nicolas Maduro, who is a communist, is keeping the opposition off the ballot. And in Senegal, 
in Africa, where the corrupt party in charge is keeping the opposition off the ballot. And now the Democrat Party, so-called, in the United States of America, doing everything they can to keep President Trump off the ballot. The Supreme Court is happily hearing that case. This is the Colorado instance, but there are uh, more than a half dozen Democrat states where they're trying to keep President Trump, it's just the former president of the United States, trying to keep him off the ballot because the, uh, the left is the third world, and the left is here. These are not liberals. This is the left, and this is what the left does. They bring in gangs from Venezuela to drag your mother across the sidewalk while they bash her brains in and steal her phone and her purse so they can hack into her phone and empty her bank account. Uh, And that's happening on a large scale in the United States. Thanks to Joe Biden and the Democrats, who are, I think they could be arrested as accessories before the fact to a great many crimes, a great many crimes. But the, uh, the Democrats, amazing stuff. And Joe Biden confusing the G7 for NATO, confusing Germany for France, confusing a long-dead French president with the current French president, confusing a long-dead German chancellor, not Hitler, but Helmut Kohl from the 1980s with a, a, another former German chancellor, Angela Merkel. Uh, Joe Biden's brain is broke and it's time for him to go. He needs to step down. Today would be as good a day as any. He needs to exit the presidency and the White House for the good of humankind. Humankind. Speaking of which, we have a little Hillary Clinton for you today, too. Speaking of vacating the presidency and not being in the... And uh, she is she is a mental case, too. We've got two, two sound bites of her today, right? On, uh, on two different topics. Because she is... She's out of her mind. And keeping, she's in favor of keeping Trump off the ballot because Trump defeated her on Election Day when the New York Times lied to her that she was guaranteed to win. What did she have? The New York Times had 97% probability that she would win, and the 3% came through. That was good stuff. We're in a very bad place in the United States of America because of the Democrat Party, so-called, which is really the international left, the Bernie Sanders Party the honeymoon in the Soviet Union party, as Bernie Sanders did. Now, they're also the party of racists because they're all racists. And they are uh, the party of Jefferson Davis and the Confederate States of America and Jim Crow. They're the party of lynching black people from trees with ropes. That's the Democrat Party, the party of bullwhips and plantations. And somehow they got themselves, because of information dominance, a lock on the black vote in the United States because every day is an IQ test. Amazing stuff. But there's some bad news for them because the even the Guardian in the United Kingdom has the story, black and Hispanic voters deserting Democratic Party in large numbers, poll says. There's a new poll, and the new poll says deserting the Democrat Party. And they're in a panic about it, so they might have to come loot your neighborhood or burn police cars or something like that. But the Gallup poll finds that in 2020, the uh, black adults that, you know, you have to be in theory an adult to vote. Black adults, the um, uh, uh, Democrat or lean Democrat voters, 
The Democrats had 66% of the black vote in 2020. Then, in uh, the end of 2023, 47%. So they went from 66% to 47%. That's not good. That's a 19-point drop, nearly 20% drop. Among Hispanic adults, I think I prefer Latino, they went from 28% support of Hispanic adults, presumably Hispanic voters, to 12%, 12%, cut by way more than half. Gallup survey shows big drop in only three years among black and Hispanic voters, a concern for Biden's re-election campaign. And it gets even worse because, you know, the, um, the Democrats now, the Telegraph, out of the, or the Guardian, rather, out of the U.K., says among black Americans expressing a party preference, the Democratic lead over Republicans has dropped by almost 20 points in only three years, according to the Gallup survey. The Democratic lead among Hispanic adults and adults aged uh, 18 to 29, meanwhile, uh, and, and, and this is just uh, adults, not Hispanic, but everybody, which is, you know, how it ought to be. 18 to 29, uh, also losing support big time because, you know, what's going well? Anything? And the Democrats have a party with their jihadi faction. You know, we've got a lot of jihadi Democrats that are genocidal anti-Semites that would wipe out Israel from the river to the sea. Who do we have uh, uh, yesterday? Oh, that's the school teacher in uh, California. The, the, the woman that was hired by the school in California thinks that the United States should be wiped out and Israel should be wiped out. And the school system hired her and her company for, uh, what, $250,000 to teach little kids that the United States should be wiped out. She's wearing a Palestinian headdress, this one. And Israel should be wiped out from the river to the sea. And Democrats hired this radical Islamic jihadi to teach the kids. She also has a thing about transgender and LGBTQ for the five-year-old kids. And uh, white people are all uh, terrible. And that, that kind of racism is rampant in the Democrat Party. Anti-white racism. And they, uh, boy, they're amazing. Now, the New York Post has this story. Biden and the Washington Post doesn't because it's not a newspaper. Biden sends delegation to Michigan as state lawmakers vow to cast uncommitted ballots in, ballots in primary. So they say they're not going to vote for, uh, for Joe Biden. And uh, so Biden had to send a, a delegation on a government plane at our expense. A delegation of senior Biden administration officials plan to uh, meet with Muslim and Arab American community leaders in Michigan on Thursday, that's today, one day after dozens of state office holders announced plans to vote uncommitted in the state's upcoming Democratic primary election. The Detroit meeting comes as hostility toward President Biden grows among Muslim and Arab Americans because they're not on the side of American allies, and so many of them are Nazis. They're genocidal Jew haters, and that is kind of a problem, I think, but not for the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party's problem is, how do we make sure they vote for us, these jihadis? I know. Let's dump all over Netanyahu and the Jews and Israel, and let's not say anything bad about Claudine Gay 
the uh, frothy, arrogant, anti-Semite president of Harvard University, who is now just a professor at Harvard University, making $900,000 a year to be an anti-Semite. But never mind that. If you're Jewish and you're a Democrat, it's time to find a mirror or something reflecty because this is a problem. Because in Michigan, the uh, Muslim and Arab vote a sizable voting block in uh, the Great Lake state over uh, his support for Israel's war against Hamas terrorists, the New York Post writes. Tom Perez, senior advisor and director of the Office of Intergovernmental Affairs, Samantha Power, remember her? She's the one that looks like the meth head. She looks like a meth head with the red hair. And what was she, the U.N. ambassador under Obama and a frothy anti-American? She is an unbelievable radical. She's at the United States uh, Agency for International Development, you know, USAID, sending all these people that nobody cares about, but they're radicals and they're extremists. And they're going to go and they're going to pander to and kowtow to these radical and extremist Muslim Arab Americans who are Jew haters to the hilt to the hilt of their swords that they will plunge into. Uh, It's just amazing. So Joe Biden is eating it with uh, black voters, with uh, Latino voters, and with uh, jihadi voters. He's losing his jihad base, which is a problem for him. Also, did you see that a, um, speaking of jihad, a Palestinian illegal alien in New York violently attacked a Jew for having an Israeli flag in his house, and he's punching and kicking and beating the hell out of this Jewish man and saying that he's going to kill him and kill all the Jews because, you know, that's a cultural thing. And the Democrats will tell you that his views are just as valid as your views are. That's your Democrat Party. I want to share more with you on that as well. This attack on a, on a Jewish guy in New York had an Israeli flag in front of his house, violently attacked by an illegal alien, thanks to Joe Biden's illegal alien welcome mat. And then, of course, the Venezuelan gangs beating the hell out of women, stealing everybody's phones, hacking into their phones, emptying their bank accounts. No big deal, because your Democrat party is waving all the bad guys into the country. It's the fundamental transformation of America. The New York Post has the story. The Washington Post does not. Jew-hating Palestinian migrant, illegal migrant, busted for pummeling New York homeowner, swiping pro-Israel flag. I've got that for you coming up. And Joe Biden killed a jihadi in Baghdad, ordered the killing of a jihadi in Baghdad. Another threatening to overrun our embassy in Baghdad. Joe Biden, he's the foreign policy expert. That's what CNN and the New York Times told us. He's doing a heck of a job, isn't he? Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Now, um, for decades, corrupt left-wingers in newsrooms and on college campuses talked about Richard Nixon when he was president, suggesting that maybe the IRS could be used to target his political enemies. And his own appointee that was heading the IRS at the time said, Mr. President, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think we should do that. And he said, okay. And then they got lunch. And that's it. And it's now in textbooks and it's being taught every day like, you know, Richard Nixon's a bad guy getting us out of the Democrat war in Vietnam and, uh, you know, uh, opening relations with communist China, which maybe he should or should not have done, detente with the Soviet Union. Uh, But never mind that. Um, Barack Obama's administration, on the other hand, did unleash the IRS on the political enemies of the radical extremist left, including Barack Obama whose vice president was Lunch Bucket Joe, whose brain doesn't work at all anymore. You may or may not recall, because it didn't make a lot of news, and they don't talk about it in newsrooms every day, and it's not in textbooks on college campuses, but in 2017, uh, the Justice Department, now there was a court case because conservative groups that used words like patriot, And you know how the Democrats hate patriots. They're anti-patriot. They're anti-American. They're un-American. They're the left. They're not liberals. And Tea Party groups were targeted by the IRS under the Obama-Biden administration. And these patriot groups and veterans and moms and suburban families, Tea Party groups that wanted to become involved in our great Republic and our political system, they were prevented from doing so by a very corrupt Barack Obama and Barack Obama administration. And that woman, Lois Lerner, remember her? She should still be in a penitentiary, but I think she probably got a high-paying job with some anti-American group. She laughed at the Congress when they were checking on her. And uh, the IRS was forced to pay millions of dollars by the court's in 2017 because they did, in fact, target patriot groups, Tea Party groups, conservative groups, and sidelined them. Well, I've got an update on that, and it's not the IRS this time, but once again, the fascists in the Biden administration targeting their political enemies. Now, the Biden-Obama, the Obama-Biden administration, rather, used the IRS to target Tea Party groups and Patriot groups on the lead-up to Barack Obama's corrupt re-election in 2012. And um, in 2017, the IRS paid a multi-million dollar settlement to... 428 different groups that had been targeted by the corrupt communists in the IRS during the corrupt communist anti-American Barack Obama administration. 
And then we found out that the Biden administration is using federal agents to target conservatives if they use words and and to use banks, to use the banks to target conservative groups if they, and that they have the banks, the feds have the banks looking for MAGA purchases, anything involving MAGA, anything involving the word Trump, right? And the search private, searching private transactions of Americans using, and they're ordering banks to search for transactions, Dick's Sporting Goods, Cabela, Cabela's uh, Bass Pro Shop, anything involving MAGA or the word Trump. And the, the fascists, I mean, this is, you know, commies are fascists, fascists are commies. They are going to the banks. And what are the banks doing? Oh, sure, yeah, we'll, we'll see if they got, we'll red flag anything that has, yeah, maybe Dick's Sporting Goods because, you know, Democrats don't go there. They go to Whole Foods. And uh, just amazing stuff. So they're using the they're using the the federal law enforcement going to banks and strong arming banks, federal investigators, and the banks probably going along with it, which is the old merger between state and corporate power that Benito Mussolini described as fascism. And if there's anything, uh, terms Trump or MAGA appear in your bank records, then they red flag you. If you shop at places like Dick's Sporting Goods or Cabela's, where you might get hunting things, Bass Pro Shop, you might be fishing, they deem you to be a threat to our republic. And they use federal law enforcement not to go after illegal alien gangs from Venezuela that are dragging women across sidewalks in New York, but to go after people that may not vote the same way that the Democrat lefties vote. This is uh, an extremely disturbing set of circumstances, and if we had a legitimate fourth estate that held feet to the fire of the powerful, of those in elected office, then these would be really big stories, really big stories. But, of course, they're not big stories because the media is run by the Democrats, honestly. And they're attacking Tucker Carlson for interviewing Vladimir Putin as though that is an act of treachery or treason, and that those are words that are being used, treason and treachery. Just amazing, amazing stuff. These guys are not on our side. This is very, very un-American stuff. This is very third world stuff. And again, the Supreme Court is hearing the case today about Colorado trying to keep President Trump off the presidential ballot, which we see going on right now in Senegal, in Venezuela, in Putin's Russia, and in the United States of America at the hands of Democrats. Your Democrat Party. Just amazing. Supreme Court will consider whether Trump can stay on ballot today. That's the uh, the headline from Forbes, which used to be a financial magazine. Supreme Court will hear oral arguments Thursday as former President Donald Trump challenges a Colorado ruling that kicked him off the ballot, just like in Senegal. 
under the 14th Amendment for being an insurrectionist, a crime that he has not actually been charged with, much less convicted of, but they just decided, left-wingers in Colorado, that he's an insurrectionist. Now, again, an insurrection is an uprising or an action against any established authority. Every single Democrat riot that attacked the police or a police station or took over a state house or attacked a courthouse like the Mark Hatfield Courthouse, federal courthouse in Portland, Oregon, every single one of those is an insurrection. The three-day siege of the White House in 2020 when President Trump was in there by radical left-wingers that were organized, orchestrated, came in from across the country, attacked the White House, injured 160 to 180 police officers, set the Church of the Presidents on fire. That was an insurrection. Not one person was investigated by the FBI. Not one home was raided. Not one arrest of those rioters that forced the evacuation of the president and the first family to the underground bunker at the White House Not one of those people was sentenced to anything, nothing. And they abuse the word insurrection and insurrectionist every time they use it. So the Supreme Court hearing oral arguments today in the Denver case, a landmark case that threatens to upend the 2024 election. It actually threatens to upend our republic. Though it remains to be seen how the court will rule Well, that seems obvious, doesn't it? It remains to be seen how the court will rule. Brilliant line. Who wrote that? Alison Durkee. Alison Durkee. It remains to be seen how the court will rule. That's like an old joke line in TV news. One thing's for sure, the future remains to be seen. And we've got lunatics in front of the Supreme Court that are, um, you know, anti-Trump people. You have that Fox News, was it a Fox News thing? Is that what it was? They've got left-wingers out there who are uh, this woman dressed in black, naturally. Looks like she's in her 30s. Trump is a traitor, her black T-shirt says under her black coat, with a black professionally made, shop-made, print shop sign. Do not let Trump get away with insurrection. Well, first he should be indicted. Uh, as an insurrectionist, which he has not been, then it maybe he should be convicted. Remember the rule of law. And a another one, Trump would be unleashed as a ruthless, fas- a ruthless fascist dictator. Another professional shop sign. And a couple of them are wearing surgical masks because of their mental illness. And another one here, a uh, guy who should skip a meal, has a professionally made shop sign that says, Witches know this is not a witch hunt. So I assume that he's a Satan worshiper and a witch hunt guy. You know, a witch. He's, uh, they have witches and Wiccans in the Democrat Party, and they have after-school Satan club for the uh, children, Satan clubs across the country, which they, the Washington Post and other lefties, advocate. Uh, the crazy people outside the Supreme Court. I want to take our viewers now outside the steps of the U.S. Supreme Court. As expected, there are protesters there, not side which this is. Witches know this is not a witch hunt. Okay, witches. gotcha. So it looks like they're in favor yeah, of gotcha. the Colorado plaintiffs. Who are well, bringing there's their four case of them. It's not uh, too for, robust. For, for a grand total inside of the cage there, outside of the <laughs> steps of the U.S. Supreme Court. Yeah, there were, there were more earlier, and they were shouting at each other and yelling and... Um, 
uh, being, you know, they got witches, they got Satan worshipers, they got all kinds of uh, just crazy, crazy people. And what is the uh, White House doing today? Well, they're they're doing other things to prove that they're not on our side. The um, the amazing story. White House says ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement, will reduce deportations, comma, detention capacity if Republicans don't pass the border bill. Now, it's not a border bill, these fascist liars. There, there are billions of dollars in there that will go to Hamas. How is that a border bill? There is three times as much money for Ukraine's border protection as there is for American border protection. That's not a border bill. There are billions of dollars in there for Israel. That's not a border bill. The Democrats are holding a gun to the heads of the American people and saying they're going to pull the trigger if they don't get their way. And honestly, the Biden family took millions of dollars from Ukraine. And now Ukraine is getting tens of billions. They're going to end up with over $100 billion. And Chuck Schumer is telling us that, you know, uh, we're going to have troops on the ground fighting Russia and Europe if the Republicans don't pass this border bill. What What does Ukraine have to do with our border? What does Israel have to do with our border? What does money for Hamas, billions of dollars for Hamas, there are $10 billion in this bill that that they say is for humanitarian relief in Ukraine, Gaza, and the West Bank. What do Gaza and the West Bank have to do with Ukraine? What do any of these things have to do with securing our border and the immigration system in the United States of America? And now the blackmailing shakedown artists of the left, of the Democrat Party, saying they will reduce deportations. What does that have to do with anything? The White House on Thursday announced that U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement will soon be forced to reduce operations at the southern border due to lack of funds. They're lying, of course. And if we had journalists, they would call them liars. But we don't. We have chapstick uh, applying fluffers from the Democrat Party posing as journalists. Press Secretary Cringe on Pierre told reporters that because Republicans have not passed the bipartisan border security agreement, they had one Republican, so they call it bipartisan. James Lankford, who has committed political suicide in doing this, just have a border bill and let's debate that and then have a vote on it. We're wasting all this time talking about all this stuff. Let's just have a border bill. Debate that. Vote on it. How about that? Then you want another $60 billion for Ukraine for the war where literally hundreds of thousands of people have been killed on each side of this conflict. And there are no peace talks. Our Secretary of State is not engaging in shuttle diplomacy trying to get that war to stop. They just want... And then... Our Secretary of State, who's supposed to be our chief diplomat, bragged that 90% of that money comes back to military contractors in the United States of America. So Joe Biden is the hero of the military-industrial complex, and they expect this war to go on forever and ever. And they expect us to pay for it forever and ever. 
because, oh, if, if we don't, then we'll be fighting Russia. And, and in the meantime, hundreds of thousands are being killed. I guess we'll just deplete Russia's supply of young men to send into combat by killing them all, and then uh, it won't be a concern for us. Just amazing stuff. Yeah, Ukraine, uh, or no security for our border. Billions for Hamas, a genocidal terrorist group, or no security for our border. How does this make sense to any moron anywhere? It's just extraordinary. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, extraordinary stuff. You're a Democrat party. I am telling you. And in the meantime, squatters take over 1,200 homes in Atlanta. They're all Democrats. Open illegal strip clubs, terrorize neighbors. The uh, neighborhoods are full of stolen cars. They even had a stolen horse. They had a stolen horse at one of the stolen houses. Where's the FBI? Where's Joe Biden? 1,200 homes. These are like million-dollar homes, 500, 600, thousand-dollar homes, million-dollar homes, homes in Buckhead, 1,200 homes. And our news media doesn't care. That's fine. Joe Biden doesn't care. The FBI doesn't care. Isn't that amazing? And this story is truly extraordinary. The Jew-hating Palestinian migrant, who is, according to multiple reports, an illegal alien Palestinian migrant, busted for pummeling New York homeowner, swiping pro-Israel flag, a self-described Palestinian migrant from North Africa, stole a pro-Palestinian flag, uh, excuse me, a pro-Israel flag from a Long Island porch, then pummeled the homeowner who tried to stop him from stealing his property in a wild caught-on-video attack. Betjer Labib, 26 years old, allegedly stole the flag, which declared, in this home, we stand with Israel. Stole it from Alexander Binyamov off of his porch. And when Binyamov said that, uh, you know, one of his wife's relatives was killed in uh, October 7th, the Hamas terror attack in Israel, um, and uh, he put the flag up, and he was beaten by the Palestinian radical, uh, left bruised in the attack, And he uh, naturally blamed President Biden's border policies for the clash. The homeowner told the New York Post, the Washington Post doesn't care, he was alerted by his ring security camera. That's where the video comes from. Someone was outside his house. He looked at the video in front of his house to see the theft in progress. Said, I got dressed, came out. I confronted him. Benjaminoff told the New York Post, said, give me the flag. And he says, and he just started fighting with me and punching me in the face. And here's the video of it now. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Tried to retrieve his flag. He basically got me in a choke position. Threw me on the floor. It was on the ground. It was outside. Headbutted me. Said, I'm from Palestine. You're, you're killing. You're killing. He said, he said he's going to kill the Jews. He's going to kill the Jews. And he's going to kill him. I see the flag of the people that killed my people, he said. We will have a problem. So the Palestinian attacked him violently. And that's because Joe Biden and the Democrats 
and Harvard, of course. All right, I, I want to get into what's going on at the Supreme Court coming up, too, in the case of Trump versus Anderson, Colorado. Um, the United States of America is almost unrecognizable now, and the Democrat Party is pushing to make us entirely unrecognizable. But right now, let's go to the telephones. Let's, let's talk to Mark, calling from Frederick, Maryland. Mark, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Mark. There's Mark. Mark in Frederick, Maryland. Hello? There you are now. There you are. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Because I know we wouldn't be able to do this in China or North Korea. Um, So my question is left over from yesterday's discussion about uh, constitutional amendments. And I've not heard anybody talk about this. And that is, what about these executive orders? Why is there... Why can't we put a limit on these things so that the Democrats can't keep flushing the toilet down the flushing our country down the toilet? Well, you know, uh, executive orders have been uh, used for forever and ever, and it's a presidential authority, Article Two authority. That you know, the Emancipation Proclamation was uh, an executive order by Abraham Lincoln, uh, and the president is given great latitude and great authority under the Constitution. It's not normally abused the way that it is by the modern Democrat Party and by Joe Biden. Uh, I don't think he knows what orders he signed, quite honestly. But I think that would be a tough right. one to restrict, Mark, uh, executive orders. Well, you everybody talks about term limits, you know, and with the way the Democrats, you know, abuse their power, you know, Maybe there should be a limit to executive orders. That way they would make priorities of what they do, and they just can't run, you know, carte blanche uh, right over steamrolling the country. Yeah, it is a uh, it's an interesting question you raise, but I, I got to tell you, it's a constitutional authority that the president has. We just assume they won't abuse it the way Biden has. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.